Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another Resources for the Blind episode. I'm your host, Amber Lacey. So a while back, I did a series of episodes where I talked about different tips for the blind as far as safety goes. But what I did not do was I did not cover bases as far as what to do if somebody is breaking into your home. Um, so today, I kind of wanted to take a few minutes to do that. So... First and foremost, I'm going to start with a tip that is something that can be done by both visual impaired or visually impaired people and sighted people alike, and that is to call for help. Um, when you call for help, you want to give the dispatcher as much information as possible, whether that's, um, you know, obviously starting off with your name, your address what the nature of your emergency is, and then give the dispatcher as much information about the person as possible. So if you are someone who's sighted, you obviously want to tell them, like, okay, I got a glimpse of this person, this is what they look like. But if you're someone who's visually impaired, you want to give them other types of descriptions. You know, like, this is what I've observed about the person, this is what I've heard from the person, they sound like they may be tall, short, older, younger, male, female, you know, different things of that nature. So there are different types of the descriptions that you want to give them. Um, so that's tip number one. Tip number two is to obviously stay calm because if you don't stay calm in a situation like this, it's going to cloud your judgment and make it to where you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? You know, because obviously being in a situation like this is scary, but, you know, you can't panic. Not only that, but if you panic while you're on the phone with 911, you're going to get a lot of, sir or ma'am, you need to slow down, I can't hear you, or I can't understand what you're saying. You know, so stay calm. Um, The next tip that I'm going to give is... um, create a plan and practice it create a plan of okay what am I going to do if someone were to break into my home what is something that I can do to be prepared for this um you know because obviously whether you're blind or sighted you know you can create plans that are accessible for you in your situation you know And so you want to create a plan that is accessible to you and your other family members, Um, whether that's getting out of the house or hiding yourself in, you know, a room and locking yourself in. And that leads to the next tip. So obviously when you call for 911, you want to do it from a discreet location, whether that's, you know, climbing out of your window and getting out of the house. But if you feel like you can't, then obviously you want to hide yourself in a room that has a door that locks. And you want to do it from inside that room. Now, when you go into a room and you lock yourself in, you want to do it like you want to lock yourself into a room where there are no windows. Just so the intruder can't see you. Um... So where it is that you would lock yourself in at if someone was breaking into your house, like that would all be a part of the plan. You know, also 
practice, you know, opening and closing windows and doors quickly, you know, all of that stuff would be a part of preparing for this type of thing. Um, now, if you are in a room that, you know, where you can lock yourself in, one of the things that you can do is barricade yourself in. What I mean by that is put like a piece of heavy furniture in front of the door. That way it bides you more time. You know, it gives police more time to um, get there. You know, it gives, you know, makes it to where, you know, people who are coming to help you have more time. Um, and also, one of the other things to do too is um, once the situation is over, get support, whether that's from friends, family, or a counselor. You know, because going through something like this can be really, really scary. Um, so get support. You now, if you are someone who's sighted, obviously keep a weapon with you, whether that's pepper spray, a firearm, or whatever, but don't use it unless it's like an absolute must. Don't use it unless you feel like, you know, your life is in danger. Like that is something that is a must. Don't use it unless you feel like you have to. Um, one of the other things that I researched too is if you are someone who does not have access to a phone, but you're in a situation where you need help, if you're in an apartment, if you are in an apartment building setting, what you can do is once you get yourself hidden, make a lot, a lot of noise. Whether that's banging on walls, playing a loud instrument, yelling, maybe blowing a whistle, doing something that's going to get people's attention. And that may also detour the intruder from wanting to break in. Um, one of the other things that I will recommend too is if you are someone who uses an iPhone, turn on your emergency SOS feature because it makes it to where you can get help quicker and also too if you go into your health app and you set up or your settings, you can figure out one or a way to activate it quicker. And there are a couple ways to do that. First, you can click the power button, which is on the right side of your iPhone. You can click that five times quickly and that will activate it. But if you don't want to do that, you can hold down, you can set it to where if you hold down the power button and one of your volume buttons, activate it that way as well um, and then also too if you go into your health app your health app gives you an option to where you can save certain people as emergency contacts these are people that are in your contacts list already and you can save a few of them as emergency contacts so what will happen is anytime you have to activate your emergency SOS feature. Um, that feature will then send out a text alerting your emergency contacts as to what your location is 
and what the emergency is. Um, so that's kind of, um, and the only reason I recommend that is because a lot of the times when you call 911, you get asked to stay on the line until help arrives. And so if you can set up emergency contacts and set it up to where, um, you know, emergency SOS sends that text alert out, you're at least basically killing two birds with one stone. You're basically, you know, letting 911 know what's going on, but you're also, in a way, letting your emergency contacts know, hey, here's what's going on. So, um, that's kind of why I recommend that, because a lot of the times when you call 911 and you tell them what's going on, a lot of times they'll say, please stay on on the line until assistance arrives, or whatever. Um... So, um, those are just a few tips, um, that I wanted to put out there, um, as far as what to do, um, if anybody has any questions on any of these tips as far as what to do, what not to do, please let me know, and I can try to... Um, answer them. In fact, let me look at my list here and make sure I didn't miss anything. Okay, so I did cover all of the bases. Um, I guess another tip that I can give you guys is when you guys do your drills, whether that's tornado, fire, intruder, whatever, because that's one of the things that I did cover is you always want to um, practice all of this stuff. So what I can say is whenever you decide that you want to do a drill, maybe make it once a month, twice a month, whatever, set an alarm for whatever time you want to do the drill and allow the alarm to continue to go off for a while. Allow it to go off while you're getting yourself hidden. Allow it to continue to go off even for another, I don't know, five or 10 minutes, just long enough to where if it were a real situation, help would have already arrived after that five or 10 minute mark depending on how long how far away you live from your local police or fire station so allow the alarm to go off while you're getting yourself hidden and allow it to continue to go off even for another 5 10 maybe another 15 minutes just so you know that if it were a real situation by that point you would be fine um so like if you're an iphone user and you want an alarm that sounds a little bit more serious one of two that I would recommend would be the either. So if you go into like your, um, like say you set the alarm and you want to choose a sound. Um, if you go like into the classic session there, section, there's one that's called alarm. So it's got a constant. Or there's one called doorbell um, that you can use as well. Um, and the only reason I mentioned doorbell is because when I was in public school, you know, obviously, 
our alarms had different sounds. So, tornado kind of sounded like a police or fire truck siren. And then, fire, the sound that that one made, I guess, was supposed to represent what, like, a fire station alarm would sound like if a fire were happening somewhere nearby. So it was constantly ring, 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 you know, so it kind of sounded like an old office telephone, if that makes sense. It was crazy. And then, of course, the intruder drill alarm kind of sounded like, sounded like a doorbell. So that's why I mentioned the doorbell um, ringtone if you're setting your alarm up for the drill. Um, so those are just a few, like I said, those are just a few general tips. I don't want to say any of this to freak anybody out. But I just feel like, you know, these tips needed to be given just because it's always important to be prepared. And not only that, but, you know, of course, I watch a lot of investigation discovery. So one of the things that I always know is even though even though you live in a safe neighborhood, even in the safest neighborhoods, things can happen. So. You know, it's always good to be prepared, even if you think, oh, that'll never happen to me. Oh, it'll never happen because this neighborhood's safe. You know, you never know. So it's always good to be prepared. It's always good to have that in place. So if something like that does happen, you'll at least be prepared. So please know I'm not saying any of this to freak any of you guys out. This is just to kind of help get you guys prepared for if something like that happens. Um, anyway, um, hope you guys are all doing well. Um, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to put them within the Q&A section, um, and I will try to answer them next episode. Thank you.